It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards get a much-needed win with the dub tonight. Yes, sir. 119-116. Big win for the Wizards, led by 37 points from the real deal, Bradley Bill. We are going to talk about what led to the victory, and we're going to talk about is it sustainable in the second half going towards the playoff run for the Washington Wizards. Let's talk about it next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, big win, especially when you're looking at the schedule in the second half of the season, trying to gear up for a playoff run. Man, that fourth quarter was a difference maker for this team. So looking at it, E, was this game one in the paint? Uh, yeah, it was. It was definitely one of the trenches for sure down on the paint. I mean, uh, Trey Young, he got many opportunities getting down to the basket, but Gaffer had a huge block. Uh, Kuzma had a huge block. Uh, we outscored them 66 to 52 in the paint. Bradley Bill was getting down to the down in the paint and scoring. Uh, he really couldn't be stopped, man. Brad was huge, man. I got to give him his credit. We've given Bradley Bill such a tough time, and, and, and you know, rightfully so. You know, we got to be honest and we got to critique these guys, uh, and, and be objective. You know, he, he, you know, there's been times where he's dribbled the ball off his foot in the clutch. He's turned the ball over the clutch, but the last uh, the Timberwolves game, he stepped up in the clutch, and tonight he stepped up in the clutch. He was virtually unstoppable uh, in the last five minutes. Dejounte Murray couldn't stop him from getting into the paint, and getting to the basket. Uh, he had a beautiful step through. He had a beautiful step back jumper down the stretch. That step through that was super super clutch. Uh, so I got to tip my cap to Bradley Bill, man. Thirty seven points. He stepped up and played like the um, you know like like the the leader that he's supposed to be, the the best player on the team, like he's supposed to be the. Quarter of a billion dollar player. He he played like it tonight. So I gotta I gotta tip my cap and give him and give him his credit. Thirty seven points. Uh, Gafford was huge in the paint tonight, rebounding, uh, finishing. There was a time where he got to the free throw line. He, he made his free throws down the stretch too. So that was huge from Daniel Gafford. Uh, again, the double double. Thirteen points and twelve boards. Two double doubles in a row for Daniel Gafford and three blocks tonight from him too. Um, just just huge play from Daniel Gafford stepping up without Chris Asperzingas, uh, without Monte Morris tonight. Other guy stepped up, and Denny, Denny's rebounding in the paint was huge. Didn't score much tonight, but 13 boards, that was huge in the paint. And they, they have some athletes on the other side of the ball, man, on the other side of the, uh, in the opposing team. Uh, Clint Capella, uh, he had a double-double. He's super athletic. Even the, uh, even, even the, even the backup big off the bench on Yeke Okongwe, uh, he's super athletic. John Collins is super athletic. So they had to compete in the paint, and they won that battle in the paint tonight uh, for sure. So that was huge. Uh, but Bradley Bill stepping on the clutch, and I got to give Brad credit too as well. That defensive play against Trey Young, where he created a turnover. Uh, I think Delon Wright got a deflection and gave it to Kuz. Uh, Kuz finished with a dunk. That was that was a huge play right there. They made some game winning plays tonight, man. They really did. And, and, and Kuz's block and Gaffer's block. 
were some huge plays, huge plays down in the paint that they made. Uh, once again, this is Bradley Bill coming through in the clutch. So I, I was thoroughly impressed, man. And this team, it really upsets me. It really makes me mad because they always step up. In the games you really think they're going to lose, that's when they step up. When their backs are against the wall, that's when they step up. They, they had a lackluster effort against the Bulls. They got blown out. They were turning the ball over. They cut down on turnovers today, tonight, only nine turnovers. But turnovers, missed free throws. They did better with free throws. They did better with turnovers. They cut down on turnovers. They were just more physical, more urgency tonight from the Wizards. So it just makes it makes me upset because I just want to see consistency from the team. I get it, injuries and whatnot. But you see you see games like this, and it's like, you know, why can't we see this on a consistent basis? Um, and Kuz, yes, he took some tough shots. But if Kuz did not take some of those tough shots and make some of those tough shots, uh, we would not have been in the game without him, too. So he had, I want to say, look, let me look at the box score here. Uh, Kuz had 28 points uh, tonight as well. So uh, Kuz and Brad, they had to pick up the the, the slack offensively with Porzingis being out and Monte Morris being out. So both of those guys stepped up tonight. Kuz, 28 points. I know the shooting wasn't wasn't efficient, uh, but he, he was huge tonight with 28 points. So, yes, um, stepping up in the paint, 52. we had 66 points in the paint and out-rebounding them and getting offensive boards as well. The Wizards tonight had 16 offensive boards, which was huge, and Gaffer was a part of that. Denny was a part of that. Um, it, it was just a collective effort tonight. Yeah, absolutely. We ran the paint, man. The landlord owned the paint. Look, they tried to pay rent, man, and got evicted tonight. I'm just saying. like The, the paint was ours tonight, man. I love to see the effort in the trenches, man. I love it. Um, Bradley Bill, wow. This is what you want to see with that contract, with the with the title of franchise player, this is what I'm talking about, man. 37 points, 16 for 29. I mean, he was clutch. He was unstoppable. He just he looked good tonight. This is the Bradley Bill you want to see, man. This is the guy that you want to lead this franchise. This is what you want to see. Now, the name of the game is what? Consistency. <laughs> I mean, you get the nail in the head. Uh, and it's funny because on The Athletic, man, they actually came out with an um, article today that talked about lack of urgency, um, and it's a pretty good article. Um, th- those of you that have the athletic, definitely check it out. Um, and I, and it's right on. You know, the lack of urgency can we we this team falls victim to that. But you know, and I'm with you, man. It's very frustrating because this team is very inconsistent, man. And you know, watching us beat these teams that we think we're gonna lose to, and then lose to a you know a bottom tier team. But so they gotta be consistent, especially you know we're gonna talk about uh, later in um in the show about you know looking at the schedule and is it sustainable, but focusing on this game man um coos 28 points this was the bounce back game that he needed man he came through he shot the ball well um so bill and coos they led the way two out of the three the big three. Oh lord hold on solid three <laughs> <laughs> and um they played well man they played well <laughs> um gaff like you said man gaff was a man on the mission tonight man landlord was man he was he was collecting rent man 13 points, 12 rebounds. I like what I saw from him. DeLon, nine points, but I, I felt like he contributed, man, defense. You know, defensively, did well tonight. But the paint, man, 48 re- rebounds, man, 16 offensive rebounds that led to 22 second-chance points. And anytime you score 66 points in the paint, man, you're going to – the, the arrow's going to point towards a win. So this was a good team victory, man, that we needed, man. We needed this victory because, I mean, Atlanta is the team that's in our way. And we, uh, this is the first of four meetings. So, man, this is kind of a mission stick of how to play this team because you know, we know how they play, man. Look, Trey Young, look, he got some open looks. <laughs> I'm just saying, Trey Young's gonna do his thing. You know, the Jonte Murray, you know, that, that's I guess that's one of the few negatives with this game was 
you know, on on the perimeter, we gave up a lot of open looks to these guys, man. And a lot of their open looks didn't drop. And if they were hitting a lot of these open looks, this we would be talking about a totally different game right now. So that's one area amongst other areas that we kind of struggle with. And, you know, three-point defense, transition defense was something we struggled with in the first uh, in the first half. Uh, but, man, wow. You know, we showed the dog. We wanted it more. And, you know, we said the last couple of games, the last couple of losses, man, that the other teams just wanted it more. Well, we wanted it more tonight. And, look, hat goes off to Bradley Bill. He, he showed out. He showed leadership. He led the way. And, look, I'm very impressed. Great team victory, man. 100%, yeah. And uh, Trey Young, he got hot in that third quarter. Uh, you know, Denny was guarding him. Brad was guarding him. Uh, it was a collective effort. DeLon Wright, you know, he was getting and ones. He was getting a lot of calls. I'm not saying that, you know, the refs were helping him out, but it's just a part of guarding Trey Young. He's going to get a lot of calls. And uh, I got to tell my cap to the Wizards again, shutting him down in the fourth quarter, man. They got some big blocks on him. It's, it's tough to guard him, man. It's tough to block his shot because nine times, it really ain't 90% of the time he is going to get that call, especially at home. Uh, but Gaff had a huge block. Kuz had a huge block. Um, and Brad really stepped up, man. So this is a huge one. It just really is frustrating um, about the consistency of this team. I just want to see some consistency from them um, because this was a game where they really were they were down and their backs were against the wall with about you know six minutes to go. Say they were down by like six or five. They, and like you said, the, the 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 negatives was that they did give up threes. They weren't getting back in transition. They gave up a couple threes to Bogdanovich. Uh, let me see how many threes that Bogdan because Bogdanovich he's a Wizards killer for sure. Uh, he hit four threes. So that was just a part of them not getting back, not knowing per- personnel. They did play zone. I know Wes, you know, he does like to try to play zone at least, you know, throughout one quarter, and they gave a couple threes to uh, Bogdanovich. Uh, Trey Young, he, he only hit two threes, so they kept him in check a little bit. Sadiq Bey hit four threes, too. So they, they gave some wide-open shots uh, Sadiq, to Sadiq Bey. So that was a part of the negatives. Once they finally got the defense figured out um, and, you know, kept Sadiq Bey in check and Bogdanovich in check from the three, and we're able to get back on defense and, and make it tough on Trey Young. That's when they really took over in that fourth quarter. And Bradley Bill, it was it was isolation basketball. I know we talk about that a lot. You know, we want to see ball movement, but you know, sometimes you just got to give your ball, the ball to your stars. And when you know Bradley Bill's taking over like that, I have no problem with it. Yeah, no problem at all, man. So uh, before we roll on to the next, uh, you got anything else you want to cover from the game, man? No, I guess we can uh, get to play of the game since they won and, and uh, defensive play of the game. Got you. So. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to go around and roll on, play the game real quick. To me, the real deal, Bradley Bill. Easy. 37 points. He stepped up. Uh, defensive player, Daniel Gafford, man. One steal, three blocks. So he gets the belt for me tonight. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, well, Bradley Bill obviously is the player of the game. Uh, the, when you take over like that and step up like you're supposed to, I got I got even credit for that. Um, defensive player of the game is really tough, man. Um, I thought Danny had some good moments. That was a stretch. I thought DeLon Wright was just being a pest, as he always is. Um, and I got to give some credit to the bench, too. Uh, Kispert had some big threes that kept us in the game in the third quarter and a little bit in the fourth quarter as well. Uh, none gave us eight points. He was a little erratic. Uh, he threw one bad pass in the first quarter, but he you know, had a dunk and had some some buckets that we needed. Kispert had six boards. Denny had 13 boards. Um, Gibson had five points and five boards. Um, and Jordan Goodwin, man. He he was he was he was an X factor sometimes too. I thought he thought he made it tough on Trey Young at some points, um, and he had a big step back. So because uh, there were some times where it looked like the Hawks were going to be able to run run away with him, but Jordan Goodwin stepped up and made some made a couple shots, and Kisper hit some threes. So I got to give credit to the bench as well. But to answer the question about defensive player of the game, uh, it's between Gaff and Delon, man. It, it really is tough. 
it really is tough. But I, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Gaff too, man. He he had some big blocks down the stretch and some big boards, man. And he really played. He he really played a lot of effort tonight, man. So I, I'm gonna give it to Gaff tonight. Outstanding. So again, the name of the game is consistency. So uh, next uh, after the ad, man, we are going to get into the schedule a little bit, and we're gonna talk about whether this is sustainable. Can we sustain this type of success going forward in the second half? But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. I used it tonight, and I, I didn't win neither one of my parlays, and I think the one parlay that I lost, all I was looking uh, needed was one assist from Bradley Bill and one assist for Trey Young. But I hit on 25-plus points by Kyle Kuzma, 10-plus points by uh, uh, excuse me, Clint Capella, and 10 rebounds from Capella. So, I mean, but it's that easy, man. Um, then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. That's what I was just talking about. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hey, so talking about sustainability. Now I'm gonna look at the standings real quick, and then we're gonna look at the schedule real quick, and and discuss whether it's sustainable. Now looking at uh, the seven through ten, you're looking at Miami in the seventh spot, Atlanta in the eighth, Toronto in the ninth, and us in the tenth. Okay, and now looking at the schedule, because I think this is a very favorable schedule to make a playoff run. Um, now if you look at, um, we're not gonna do the whole thing. We're looking at the uh, next seven games. All right, so the next two, uh, we're at home against Toronto, which, as you know, right in front of us. Uh, one against Milwaukee, at Detroit, two at home against Atlanta, and then at Philly. So out of those next seven games, realistically, how many wins you get, do you have us having? Man, this team is just so inconsistent, man. Um, I'll say we get one against the Raptors, and I, I feel like, of course, Porzingis is going to be back. Pretty soon, uh, you know, I have I, I don't know at all, but I just have a feeling he would be back by then. Before then, uh, we play the Hawks again. So I'll say we beat the Raptors once, we beat the Pistons, we lose to the Bucks, uh, we beat the Hawks. So you said you said throughout the seven game stretch. Uh, yes, um, I'm gonna be optimistic. I'll say four and three. Wouldn't be surprised if we go three and four though. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Because it, it, the inconsistency bothers me, man. It really mm-hmm. does, but. And that's why I think, really, if you look at the schedule, I think this next seven is very pivotal. Because I think both Toronto games are very winnable games. Now, Milwaukee is a, is a beast, man. But um, Detroit's winnable. I think mm-hmm. Atlanta's winnable. And then the 76ers is going to be a test. So, I mean, realistically, you could see five out of the seven as wins, man. But like you said, it's, inconsistencies plagues us, man. So, I think 
Here, here's my prediction, man. And I think that for this team to really make a drive towards the playoffs, they have to win five out of the next seven. They have to. Because, look, like you said, Toronto's in our way. Atlanta's in our way. Miami's in our way. You know, we still got three more against Atlanta. And this, this next seven games can make or break our season, man. Because if we come out of there with any less than four wins, you know, we're, we're going to be hurting because it's crunch time, second half. So, yeah, is it sustainable? Um, like, like we both said, we're very inconsistent. Now, what areas do we need to show up to really make that run? Well, the same areas that we've had issues with all year. Three-point defense, perimeter defense, controlling the paint. Most, most often than not, man, when we control the paint, we win the game. But when we lose, man, they run the paint. So we have got to be more consistent as far as the paint. But I think I'm with you, man. I think KP coming back will help, and I think it will propel us, man. But, look, it's crunch time. You know, it's really going to define where this franchise is at because, look, if we, have, if we really, really struggle in the second half, what is the future with the solid three? You know, if you fail to make the plan or the playoffs, do you still invest in the solid three? So there's a lot of questions, man. But I think that they have to win four out of, well, four or five out of the next seven. That's my. Oh, 100%. I think the Pistons game was a game that you definitely have to win uh, for sure. The Bucks game is going to be tough. Um, but uh, I think they're going to get one against the Hawks. And then Will Barton just signed with the Raptors. So, you know, it's going to be an intriguing game. And the Raptors right now, where they're ranked, all, all these teams are basically in that playing spot. The Hawks are eighth, uh, Toronto's ninth. So, you know, when you get to that last game and you look at the standards, and tiebreakers are going to be an equation as well because we're 29 and 32, the Raptors are 31 and 32, the Hawks are 31 and 31. So it's very, very close. Right now we're one and a half game out of the eighth spot behind the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and then the Bulls are only one game behind us, one and a half game behind us right now. So it's, it's super, super close. Uh, but like, like we both keep saying, this team is so inconsistent, so erratic. I just don't know uh, what we're going to get from this team. Uh, I just don't know. Because the Bulls game, they just looked like there was no fighting them. And then tonight, uh, they come back and they, they look like they have some aggression and some urgency. So um, I'm just intrigued to see how they respond and, and, and you know what adjustments they can make. You know, like you said, three-point defense has been inconsistent as well. They gave you know, 37% from the three, getting back on defense, tra- transition defense. Uh, opposing bigs usually have big games against us throughout the whole season. Guys like Vucevic, Anthony Davis, of course. Of course, Anthony Davis is going to have good games. Vucevic, um, Valanchunas. Um, anytime Rudy Gobert, you know, he had a, he had a big double-double against us. But anytime there's a, a strong big that's aggressive, we struggle against those guys. Um, so that's one thing, too, uh, in paint defense. Uh, but, yeah, they, they just got to move the ball. And, you know, Wes made some adjustments tonight. I'll give him a, some credit for that as well. Um, getting back on defense. But, yeah, just consistency. And we're going against Gian- Giannis as well. The last time we played Giannis, he had 55 points. So we got, we got some tough games ahead of us for sure. Yes, we do, man. But, you know, hey, like I said, like we both said, consistency is the name of the game for success in the second half. So we're going to slide into some comments, man, and we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Definitely appreciate everybody tonight, man. Phil Wilson said Bradley Bill was him tonight. Absolutely. He showed who the real deal Bill was tonight. Like I said, 37 points. He was efficient, 16 for 29. So, nah, very impressed with Brad tonight, man. Yeah, Brad was awesome. He was awesome. Uh, I love seeing that from him. He, was, he had 37 points. Uh, looking at the plus minus, well, he was a plus three. It doesn't really matter, of course. But uh, he was a plus three. Gaffer was a plus four. Denny was a plus two. Kuz was a plus five as well. Jordan Goodwin was a plus five. As well, but uh, Bill stepped up in the clutch, man. The step back, step through, 
the biggest play of the night really was that that uh, he where he forced a turnover on Trey Young. That was the part. That was probably the biggest play to me, other than him scoring down the stretch. That was huge um, because you know he stepped up on the defense side, of, uh, defensive side of the ball as well. Um, and also, you know, should Wes Unsell Jr. should he have called a timeout before Trey Young? We were up. By, we were up by three before Trey Young got two really good looks at the basket. It was very. Very nerve-wracking for sure. The first shot was short, and then the second one just went in and out. And we've seen many times before where the Wizards have been on the wrong end of clutch moments for sure. <laughs> well, they say the ball doesn't lie. I'm yeah. To tell you, man. Look, he had some good looks, man. He, he had did. a lot of good looks in three-point line tonight, man. And just it, it just wasn't dropping. So, look, that's how the game rolls, man. Um, getting to uh, John Piner. What's going on, man? At Michael, think we miss Rui scoring a lot. Don't have another bench score. You know, look, um, I know neither one of us were really big fans of the Rui deal. I do like the fact that Denny has been given a lot, of, a lot more rope, a lot more responsibility. But I think that's a big thing that's going to haunt this team, man, especially, you know, going for that playoff run is having a consistent threat off the bench. Because like you said, tonight, I do like what I saw from the bench. You know, none, man, none can, he's just... <laughs> Talking about inconsistent, man. Like, he, when he's on, he's on. When he's not, it's just like, man, he got to sit down, man. Because he, like you said, erratic. But in eight points, he had, you know, good moments tonight. Kispert started slow, but, you know, ended up with 9.6 rebounds. So, you know, we just got to find consistency in every, you know, every aspect of the team, man. I mean, that, I, I feel like that word, we've said that word more than any other word this season, man, is just consistency. So, and I, I completely agree with the comment. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Missing Rui, uh, I feel like every time, every the last couple episodes, people have been bringing up Rui, um, and then people bring out what he did on the Lakers. So I guess we'll check that again. It, it, it doesn't really matter to me, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what he did tonight because I know they just played the Grizzlies. They lost 121 to 109. Uh, Rui had nine points and five boards, but yeah, I think he can help. Kendrick Nunn has been wildly inconsistent. This was one of his better games. Uh, the last three games, he went through a rough stretch. But I thought he stepped up tonight and contributed for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I was I'm a, I was a big fan of Rui's game. I love the way he came off the bench and scored. But you know, now I'm just I'm just focusing on the guys that we have right now. Yeah, same here, man. I, and yeah, we we could of course we could use another bench score. I wanted I wanted Tommy to trade for somebody else that could score off the bench, but he didn't. I slept on that. I complained about it the day of the trade deadline. But I understand, you know, he just didn't want to give up. Uh, too much compensation for another score on the bench. So it, it, it makes some sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, man. But, you know, in this game, you got to take risk, man. Yeah, gotta, that is true. Gotta, That's true. You know, you got to take risk, man. So, I mean, you can look at it from both sides. I get it. You don't want to give up too much, especially when you got guys who are role guys getting like four or five second-round picks. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it, man. Um, this, is, uh, this one is Tommy Defender, man. Uh, huge win. Bill mm-hmm. finally played like a leader. No dumb turnovers. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no dribbling off his feet. No tripping over his feet. No falling down. No bad core violation. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed. Absolutely. He's got another comment I'm going to bring up real quick. Uh, we are one starting point guard away from a top five seed. Monte is an NBA starter. I don't know. I, I was, let's revisit that, man. I, mean, I think Monte has really settled into that role, man. Now, I've always said this, you know, all year, man, that, you know, on a contender, Monte is best served on a second unit. But I feel like, you know, as the time went by, man, he's really settled into that start, starting point guard role. Now, do we need to upgrade at the starting point guard? Absolutely. Um, are we 
a point guard away from a top five seed, I man, I, uh, consistency. <laughs> you know, the lack of consistency tells me no, not right now. And just the fact that you know, if you look at the league, man, you know, we I think we need a little more than a start. I mean, starting point guard is a good starting point, and especially a point guard who can collapse the defense, drive, and really get more vision. But you know, I think we're two pieces away from being a top five seed. Yeah, well, Monte, you know, he, he's been a backer for the majority of his career. Uh, he did start last year with the Nuggets. He did a solid job. Right now he's doing a solid job. He's a steady Eddie guy. So, you know, I'm not expecting anything explosive from him. But, you know, he can knock down the three. Um, he can play solid. The, everything about him is just solid and professional. So I think he's a good compliment to Brad. Him and Brad have played well together. Uh, we've seen Brad not mesh well with a lot of point guards that we brought in here. So that's one that's a positive with Monte as well. He doesn't get in the way of Bradley Bill. He's usually getting the ball to Brad, getting the getting the ball to guys in, in, in spots where he can score. So, um, yeah, we had Monte a tough time in the beginning of the year. Uh, he's he's not – is he a legitimate starter? You can, you can question that. Um, same thing with DeLon Wright. He's, he's, you know, he's a good guy coming off the bench. But they've stepped up. We, we have a point guard by committee approach. Um, and yeah, we could we could definitely use some explosiveness from the point guard position as somebody who can get in the paint. Uh, and we'll see if Tommy Shepard can get you know can acquire somebody, um, you know, through a trade or, or just acquire uh, another point guard in general this all season. Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna do about two to three more comments, and we're gonna call it a night, y'all. Um, this comes from Point Denny. I'm confused with this team. Are we a top six seed or a bottom six seed team in the league? We look like both every other game. Yeah, that's what we've been saying, man. I mean, it's just the lack of consistency. You know, you lose to a Bulls team that, quite frankly, is going to be a lottery team. I mean, I know they just picked up Pat Bev, man, but look, Lonzo's out. Just, I don't see them making too much noise the rest of the way. They get, they're really going to have to step it up to really challenge, man. And then to turn around and, and get a big win tonight against Atlanta, I mean, this is a huge win. And if you go back to even to the Minnesota Timberwolves win, it's similar. Coming back from behind and winning that game, you know, we – it's just, you know, it's having that dog and wanting it more on a consistent basis. So I totally agree. Mm. But, yeah, I would slip on the Bulls. The Bulls right now, they are – they're right behind us. So they're, they're a half game behind us. Um, so, you know, they lost Lonzo Ball. They just cut uh, Goran Dragic. But, yeah, they're half game behind us, and they did just blow us out. So I can't sleep on the Bulls right now. So we'll see. We're going to be battling with them. Confused uh, with the team. Are we at the top 16? We're bottom 16 in the league. Yeah, we look like both every other game. Yeah, it's just wildly inconsistent. Because if, if you look at the league standings, too, the Wizards are, I want to say they're in the ninth spot, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're the 10th worst team in the league. So if the draft was today, they would have the 10th pick in the draft. Um, you know, of course, without a lottery system, uh, they would have the 10th pick in the draft. Yeah, so it, it's like this every year. They're always in that 10th or ninth spot in the draft, but they're like not too far from the plan or making an AC. They're just in that weird middle spot. So it's, it's kind of the same thing again. Yeah, we just got to see consistent. They, they haven't been healthy. I don't want to make excuses for the team, but they have not been healthy. Under The, the solid three hasn't been healthy. Um, but, yeah, they just been, even with the solid three, they've been pretty darn inconsistent as well. So, um, yeah, it's really frustrating. I don't know what we're going to get against the, against uh, who we play, the Raptors. I, I just don't know what team's going to show up. It's very hard to predict <laughs> these Wizards games lately. <laughs> Yeah, it is, man. It, it really is. But uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not much to say. I mean, you really don't know what you're getting on a night to night basis, mm -hmm. man. But it's just it's tough to predict, man. Um, this comments from someone Aussie. 
Play good team ball on both ends when it matters. We have the potential to be a solid team. Consistency needs to be our friend. Man, look, I think we're all on the same page tonight, y'all. Consistency. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, you hit the nail on the head. And I think this is going to be the last comment. You got any uh, comments you want to look at, man? Or- uh let's see here. Of course, somebody said uh, <laughs> the truth says something about Rui again. Um, <laughs> let me see here. There was one that that stood out to me, but I, I can't find it, man. Um, Gaffer was awesome tonight, man. Thirteen points and twelve boards. There was a play where he was just aggressive. He got to the free throw. He did a pump fake and went up, and then he got fouled. Went to the line and hit two big free throws. I was just impressed with him and his energy and finish. He had a couple alley oop dunks. Had a couple putback dunks. Um, that, that's just what we need from him, and he's he's done a great job developing. Man, it was it was looking rough for him in the first half of the year too. He was struggling, getting in foul trouble, um, kind of getting pushed around by other bigs. Um, he said he got dunked on by Clint Capella pretty darn bad, but you know he's he has a short memory where you just can't think about that stuff. You just got to keep bouncing back, and, and he was huge tonight. He really was. He was huge setting screens for Brad, uh, just doing the little things, doing dirty work. Todd Gibson was in there doing some dirty work too, um, and and Corey Kessler, we giving him a hard, we giving him a hard time too, and, and he made some big threes tonight too. Absolutely. So this is gonna be the last one. Um, this comes from Diego Bahias. I know I'm thinking ahead. The Nets have Royce O'Neal, Finney Smith. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Surely one of them gets traded in offseason. I believe all of those guys could start for us at the three. I mean, you know, we were talking about, you know, I just said that uh, we're two two moves away from being a top six up. I think, man, look, I'm not mad at Mikael Bridges, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's any way that we, I mean, out of the four, I'm not mad at any of the four. I mean, I know Mikael Bridges, man, to really fit the defensive system would be a good pickup, man, because he is a three and D guy. He can defend. And he can shoot a consistent three-point shot. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good comment, man. Um, if, if I chose out of the four, I'm going to trade for Easy, Mikael Bridges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His, he, uh, there were reports that, you know, teams were going to give him two first-round picks for him. And he's playing really well with the Nets. He had a 40-point game with the Nets uh, once he got traded to them. So, he's playing really good ball. Um, this one point, Denny says <laughs> – Cruz has to stay out of Denny's way. Rudy Lesson only averages like five points a game. Was best after two games, Denny should get more playing time and shots. See, you know, the the you know, some of these comments, and I know there's a lot of Denny fans in here. You you gotta be objective and you can't be too biased towards Denny. Now, saying Cruz stays out of stay out of Denny's way, Cruz Cruz is very aggressive. And I know people talk about his shot selection, but tonight we just needed it. We needed aggression from him. It's just not a lot of guys that can create shots for themselves. So Brad and Cruz, they they just had to go off tonight. Talking about Denny and his minutes, because I know Tommy Shepard said that, you know, he traded away Rui to get more minutes for Denny. Um, I thought Denny played a good amount of minutes tonight. I'm just going to look at his minutes tonight just to just to get some content. He played 31 minutes, which is a good amount of minutes. Um, so 31 minutes is a good is a good amount of minutes to be impactful and get stuff done. He, he got 13 boys. Offensively, it's just going to be a roller coaster ride for him. There's going to be some games where he may go 0 for – 0 for 8, 0 for 5, or 2 for 9, 2 for 10. And there's some games where, you know, he looks like Turbo and has some good games. So it's just going to be a roller coaster ride from Denny. Just like the the Wizards as a whole, he's got to be consistent. Cruz has been very consistent as well. Um, but, yeah, I thought Denny earned his minutes. He got 31 minutes. He played a, he played a good amount of minutes tonight. So I don't think it's really fair to say that Cruz was in his way. Um, Denny just had an off night shooting the ball. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to the man because, I mean, there's a, it's, there's a hierarchy in this team. I mean, when it comes to – shots look Bradley Bill and Kuzma are going to take a majority of the looks man and it's just the way it is you, you know like you said 31 minutes so he got quality minutes it's just ah, 
I, you know, I, I'll say this, man. Um, I'm, I am a big fan of Denny, man. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I get it. You know, look, you know, you know, I think here's the thing is like in, in, in the Israeli league, Denny's a big time guy, man. You know, he's going to get he's going to get those opportunities. And, you know, in the NBA, man, you know, especially in an established team, he's not going to get the same amount of looks. And, you know, it's just it's, it's really game to game. You know, I really, you know, if, if Bradley Bill or his coups are if they're struggling yeah you're gonna see a lot more opportunities for Danny man but it's just it's a totally different situation you know as, as far as what his place is on the team you know you there's only one ball man so you know and unfortunately you know you're gonna see a lot of volume from Bradley Bill and Kyle Kuhn so yeah I don't think minutes are the issue I think it's just that his shot just wouldn't drop it man you know he had the opportunities to make some points tonight it just it wouldn't drop it and if you look at it man it's not like he didn't contribute I mean 13 rebounds so, you know, he did, he has shown that he can contribute without scoring. It's just opportunities, man. He's, you know, Denny on this team is just not going to, oh, bless you. He's just not Thank going you. to, <laughs> he's not going to, you know, get those looks because there's a hierarchy right now. You know, Bradley Bill is going to be that guy. Kuz going to be that guy. Even with KP coming back, that's going to take more opportunities away. So it's just, I, I get what you're saying, man. You know, I know he's, you know, got a, a large fan base and I love his game, man. And I love, you know, I, hey, I love the fan base, man. Y'all, y'all bring a lot to us, man. But it's just, you know, it's just a totally different situation, man. You know, he's just, he's not the man here, man. You know, he's so there's only one ball, and you only go get so many touches, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's still developing his offensive game. Uh, he's a solid defender, a versatile defender, but his offensive game, he's still developing. Uh, still working on that three point shot. He's he is finishing better around the rim. Uh, that is for sure. He's finishing a lot better ever since the trade deadline. He has finished uh, around the rim, dunking the ball more, going up strong. I, I do like the development in, in that area. Um, and I think this was Quinn Snyder's first game coaching the Hawks, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, because yeah. they fired Nate McMillan. Uh, so we gave him his first loss. So congrats to the Wiz on that. Um, so I want to thank you guys for watching, man. And thank you for listening. There's a couple questions in here. Somebody asked about Carmelo. <laughs> Joseph Carr asked, asked about uh, or, or Michael Q asked about what's the possibility on the Wiz adding a piece for the playoff push a la Ty Lawson or Will Bynum we'll probably get to that tomorrow or another time but we just want to thank you guys for lot for listening and making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day now check out the Game to Game podcast every moment, every top performance, every result Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver Follow you in the game on Locked on NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Big win for the Wizards. Dub. Bradley Bill stepping up in the clutch, 37 points. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.